Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Let's do this. Another day, another dollar, another edition of The Drive. You're listening to The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and the Odyssey app. My name is Karen Harrison. Very happy to be here with you on this Wednesday. Rob is off for the rest of the week. Quentin filling in. For Rob as he is out. Today is going to be just the theme of friends of the show. Someone on the text line says, CDOT, your boy Rob has been holding out on me for almost a year. When will I win a pizza? Help me. You've already won a pizza. You should have lied and said you've never won a pizza. Sometimes you can just ask on the text line and I'll give it to you. You can vouch on the text line. Sometimes people say, hey, I want to take my kid to the other place to watch football. Can you give me a pizza? Sure, no problem. But you're not going to tell me that you've already won a pizza and now you're looking for a second pizza. No, you're ineligible. Go buy it, you freeloader. Trying to double dip? Yeah, you're trying to get two pizzas. That's not the rule here. I'll give you one pizza. But no, you do not get a second pizza from the drive. Pete Sweeney's going to be on the show coming up at 3 o'clock. Aaron Ladd's going to be on the show at 4 o'clock. We're going to try to have fun today as we are celebrating the Wednesday before Christmas. We got a lot of nonsense to get into, but before we do any of that, take it away, Q. That's right. It's pizza time here on The Drive. Pizza Tasio's best New York-style pizza has taken over KC, and now the new Waldo location is open for business. Pizza Tasio lovingly uses 100% whole milk mozzarella, all organic tomato sauce, and locally grown fresh ingredients, all made by KC guys who love pizza. Be caller number six. I'll pick that bad boy up, give you a free pizza. I need you guys to do me a couple of favors. Number one, I need you listening to The Drive each day at 2 o'clock. Number two, I need you to tell one friend. You don't got to tell two friends. I just need you to tell one friend that if you want some of the best pizza in Kansas City from our dear friends over at Pizza Tostio, all you need to do is keep it locked in right here on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and the Odyssey app. So there is a report that is going around from Jordan Schultz of Bleacher Report. Very, very tapped in. The report is that the Chargers are trying to hire Jim Harbaugh, the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines. If you check the gambling odds right now, Bill Belichick is their number one candidate on the board, the most likely future coach, next coach for the Los Angeles Chargers. You guys remember we were joined by Peter King, and we asked him, where do you think Belichick ends up next season? Here's what he said. My guess is that he would be either in Washington or with the Chargers. It's just a guess, though. I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. I think the big problem right now with Bill is that 
everybody is every you would think oh my god this guy's gonna be the winningest coach of all time we'd love to have him coach our team well you know 72 opening day next year uh his personnel acumen has taken a gigantic hit and he's i think if he loses this week he's 10 games under 500 since brady walked off campus that wasn't very long ago that was four that was less than four years ago so you know I mean, what are you buying now with with Bill Belichick? If I were him, I'd want to go to a place where I knew they could play offense. I'll build the defense, but I want to go to a place. If I could go to a place with Justin Herbert as my quarterback, man, I'd be euphoric. And, look, he'll exit this season maybe 17 wins, you know, from passing Don Shula. So that's probably two decent years, two. Um, and I think he can do it, but it's going to take somebody because Bill's going to probably want the franchise. He's probably going to want to be able to have this control. So let's take a closer look at coaching in the AFC West. The Chiefs, it is very, very simple this week. We don't need to start talking about playoff scenarios quite yet. We can start doing that next week when they take on the Cincinnati Bengals. But this week against the Las Vegas Raiders, it is very, very simple. If the Chiefs win, they win the AFC West. They don't need any help from anybody. If you win, you are in. You host the playoff game. You win your division, and all is well in Kansas City. Let's start with the Los Angeles Chargers and the report. Belichick, number one on Vegas to go there. Jim Harbaugh, the Chargers are very, very interested. The Chargers are thinking very, very big. Are their pockets going to be able to match it? That was a desirable job the last time that it was open. It was after Justin Herbert's rookie year. You remember, you had a feeling like, hey, the Chargers might have something at quarterback. They hired Brandon Staley to be their head coach. I think we're going to hear that the Chargers are linked to a lot of big names. And, hey, they're thinking, are they actually going to hire these guys? I think there's three coaches that if you land any one of these three, you feel really good if you're Los Angeles. If you go get Bill Belichick, if you go get Jim Harbaugh, who I think is number one on the coaching hot list for any team that has an opening over the course of uh, next couple of weeks. And I think Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator for the, for the Detroit Lions, those would be three absolute home run swings. Is anyone worried about the Chargers getting a home run? They had a chance to get one with Sean Payton not that long ago. They chose to continue to ride it out with Brandon Staley when all of us could have told us that he was no good. But they didn't listen. They decided to keep it intact because they had made the playoffs. No, that was a terrible decision. And now they're searching into me. They are a te- they're Texas A&M. You remember when Texas A&M's opening was up? And they were just shooting big. Hey, we think we can get Deion Sanders. Hey, we think we can get Oregon's coach. Hey, we think we might get Ryan Day from Ohio State. You hired Duke's head coach. The Chargers are going to be linked to a lot of big-time names. I don't think they're getting any of them. They might get Bill Belichick. I think they're going to have to make the trade for him. But I think that Belichick is the least desirable out of those three. I'd rather have Harbaugh than have Belichick. i also rather have Ben Johnson from the Detroit Lions if I am trying to build my organization and start fresh if I'm the Los Angeles Chargers. Let's talk about the Monday opponent for the Kansas City Chiefs and the Las Vegas Raiders. I think the Raiders maybe underestimated how much they were going to lose their identity by moving to Las Vegas. As someone who has been to Las Vegas quite a bunch It is the tourist capital of the United States. People are coming from everywhere. You didn't expect that 
you have created in the next tourist attraction, you've created the football version of the sphere that people were going to come from around the country to see that stadium in that city. And you're telling me you can just check off the box also of watching your favorite team play? So you moved it away from the community and the identity that you had. Growing up, you heard stories about the black hole. You heard stories from guys like Danon Hughes and Neil Smith about how tough it was to go into Oakland and win. No one feels that way about Las Vegas. It's a place you go, you have fun, you potentially win, and you go home. Well, at least if you go to Allegiant Stadium, you feel really good that the house is going to lose, and that's the only place in Las Vegas that you feel that way. I think they need to keep Antonio Pierce. I think they need to keep Antonio Pierce, if anything, because he gives them an identity, and they have not had one since they left Oakland. Since they decided to move away from their fan base, their stadium has become the playground for everybody else. And I think teams take on the personality of their city. You think about Baltimore and that toughness. You think about Pittsburgh and that toughness. What do the Raiders feel like anymore? They used to be the bad boys, the outlaws, the rebels. Nobody believes in us. Maybe. But it doesn't feel like that's what they are anymore. I think Antonio Pierce gets you back to your identity, your foundation, what you are. The last thing on the Broncos here, as we finish out the AFC West and the coaching situations that they're in, I think the Broncos got it right at head coach. I wonder how much longer that relationship is going to last between Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. It doesn't seem like they really like each other. And now that feeling might be more of the coach towards the quarterback than the quarterback to the coach. But just it was a very odd scene of seeing your coach yell at your NFL quarterback the way that we saw last week during a game. You don't really see Andy and Patrick going back and forth with one another. You don't really see Josh Allen and Sean McDermott going back and forth, Lamar or Harbaugh going back and forth. To see the head coach of the team that angry at your starting quarterback, I thought was very telling. I think we've all heard stories or read. I don't know if Sean Payton loves Russell Wilson in that way. It seems like an arranged marriage. They're tied together because of the salary cap. And Russell, I thought, played better this year. I thought he certainly took a step forward and looks closer to the Russell Wilson that we remember in Seattle. I don't think he's ever going to be as explosive, as dynamic, as elusive as he was in Seattle. But he's certainly not cooked. Because last year, we thought he was absolutely done, a well-done stake. I don't think he's that anymore. The AFC West is in a very interesting place. Kansas City is still Kansas City, even this year, where they don't look like their dominant selves they are still clearly running laps around these other teams in the division. You've got Oakland. We'll see what they do at head coach. If they're going to bring back Antonio Pierce, we'll see what the Chargers do with their situation and who potentially is going to land that job. And I also think the Broncos. The Broncos have taken a step back. They were bad last year. They've now, they're respectable. Are they going to be in a position next year where they can legitimately challenge for the AFC West? Are they going to be in this seven to nine win cycle? And that's not nearly enough to be able to win this division. Maybe the NFC South, but that's not the division that you're in. Coming up on the other side, you guys might remember. A couple of weeks ago, we went through Rob's Spotify. We also went through Pete Sweeney's Spotify. We're going to go through Quentin's Spotify and see what kind of music he listens to. Quentin, you probably heard him on our station before. He does some work down at 980. I don't know Quentin's music taste. We're going to find out together what kind of music Quentin listens to. Keep it right here. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's a drive. Kansas City, it's Isaiah Pacheco. You're listening to The Drive with Keraton Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Welcome back to The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com and the Odyssey app. We will be joined by Pete Sweeney coming up in about 45 minutes or so. We'll get back to serious sports things. Rob Gronkowski is telling anybody who will listen that he thinks Kadarius Tony is really bad at football. We'll play that audio for you here coming up in a little bit. So for those of you that use Spotify, I am an Apple Music user myself. Spotify does something called Spotify Wrapped, and they tell you your listening habits, how often you listen to certain artists, what your favorite songs were, what your favorite podcasts were. It's a really cool feature that Spotify does. They put this out a couple of weeks ago, and we went through Rob's favorite songs. So this was Rob's number one song on Spotify for the year of 2023. Bury me in Georgia. That was Rob's number one song by someone called a Kane Brown. I don't know who Kane Brown is, but that was Rob's number one song. I'm going to play for you Pete Sweeney's number one song on Spotify. This is Pete Sweeney in 2023. All right. So you've heard what Rob listens to. You've also heard what Pete listens to. We're now going to find out what Quentin listens to. Quentin is going to be filling in for Rob while Rob is gone this week and next week. So you're going to be hearing a lot of Quentin over these next two weeks. I don't take vacation during football season. Now, if you're telling me it's June and the Royals are 17 games out of first place, I might not be here. I might be gone somewhere. But it's football season. The Chiefs are still trying to be the one seed. I'm committed for you. Rob, he's not as committed as I am. He'll be back after the first of the year. Rob's not back until next Thursday. Only because we have a half show because K-State's bowl game is next Thursday. 
Rob's not committed to this. I would die for this. That's how committed I am to this sports talk. Rob wouldn't. That's why he's not here. He ain't as committed as I am. So we're going to go through Quentin's top five songs because we're going to be getting to know a lot of Quentin over the next week and a half or so until Rob rejoins us. I don't know what kind of music Quentin listens to. I don't know. Do you want to take a guess at a genre? No, I, we're going to find I don't need to guess. I'm about to find okay. out over the next five minutes. Anybody that listened to uh, Cody and Gold while I was interning has got a pretty good idea. So let's go. This was your number five song on Spotify Wrapped. Who is this song by? I know I've heard this song, but I just don't know the artist of this song. Who is this song by? I don't even know. I couldn't tell you, to be honest with you. It was your fifth most listened to song, and you don't know who it's by. Well, I could tell you why. We're it's just the going fi- to no, 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 high on. school football games. This no, year? Uh, so I was still at the beginning of the year. I was still in college, and so anytime the boys would come over, that's the song we would play. The boys are back in town. Yeah, that's what we would do. Okay, we would get so together the, once a week, and the that's boys, the song. The boys are back in town. By anonymous, we don't know who it's by. Text line, if you could tell me, because I don't know who that's it's by. Thin ZZ. Who? Thin. Lizzie. Thin Lizzie. Okay, all right. Shout out to Thin Lizzie. I'm sure they were a very popular group. All right, this is Quentin. We're learning about Quentin. He's filling in for Rob for the next week and a half while Rob is taking year-end vacation. This was your number four song in 2023 on Spotify. listening habits of a 2011 car commercial what's the name of this song it's been a long time by led zeppelin been a long time okay all right i didn't know that you and scott parks like the same kind of music uh cody once again cody referred to me as quote an old soul because of my listening my music happens okay all right who is that by again led zeppelin led zeppelin okay all right led zeppelin how old are you again (laughs) 24 24 years old okay all right i was expecting a much different sound but you know what you obviously just like 80s rock music that's perfectly fine all right been a long time was your number four song on spotify Let's see what number three is. I'm sure it's Cherry Pie by Warren. Uh, that's Eric Church, Drink in My Hand, and uh, I know the name of that album. It's Chief, 
and he played at Arrowhead uh, when he first released his album. You know that I've actually seen Eric Church in concert before. What's well, on a great show. You probably didn't know that I'd seen Eric Church before. He opened up for Kenny Chesney. He did. That's how we got introduced to him. Yeah, it, that was a great concert because it rained beforehand. No, I remember. That's that was, all I remember. All I remember about the show was that it rained. It rained a lot. It was that concert was weird because I was in high school and I ran into a group of my elementary school teachers who had done many a shots before we ran into them. So that was an interesting experience. All right. So so far we have the boys are back in town by Thin Lizzy, been a long time by Led Zeppelin, Drink in My Hand by Eric Church. Shout out to Eric Church. I have seen him in concert before. Uh, all right, number two, this is your second most popular song on Spotify Wrapped. I know I've heard this song before, but I don't know who it's by. I'm going to guess this is by Metallica. It is by Metallica. Oh, my goodness. This, is this Ender Sandman? Yes. I'm going to guess as a, as a high schooler, you played a lot of Guitar Hero. I'm just going to go out on that limb. I don't. I just. I'm just going to go out and I'm just going to guess that you played a lot of uh, Guitar Hero as a kid. All right. Um, this has been a very, very fun exercise. Inner Sandman was your number two song here. Uh, all right. I'm a little scared to see what your number one is. Someone on the text line says, CDOT, please stop doing this. He has the same taste as my 70-year-old dad. Okay, you know what? Maybe this is what we need to appeal to an older demographic. I mean, I see the ratings. We do really well up until about... 45. <laughs> that's where the show, it might lose you. I'll, I'll, I'll pull in the, the old, like yeah. I said, old soul. Yeah, it might lose you once you get about 45. Then you start listening to the other station. Maybe this is what we need. <laughs> we need to start talking so much hippity hop, and we need to start playing the Arrowhead sound list. Because right now, that's what this, your playlist is a Chiefs game. Inner Sandman, been a long time, boys are back in town. That's what this sounds like. Someone said it's called Rock and Roll. I don't know the name of that song. Why are you guys mad at me? It's what Quentin said it was. That's his number four song. Text line mad at me for saying the wrong name. I ain't no. I'd be changing. My bad. Rock and Roll. My bad. My bad. Rock and Roll. Okay. All right. My bad. I corrected it. I apologize. Someone on the text line said Taylor Swift is going to be your number one. No, I'm just going to guess what the kind of music you like. I'm going to guess Rolling Stones. All right. You ready? Let's hear what your number one song was on Spotify. Who was that? That's ZZ Top. Okay. Sharp Dressed Man's the name of the song. I hope you got that part. No, I uh, <laughs> I didn't get that. But you know what? I got it now. Let me ask you a question. This is what I want to know. This is what I want to know. 
Let's say, because you're 24 years old. I know you've been in this situation before. I know you've been in this situation. The girls are coming over. Your boy is coming over, and he two girls are coming over. So it's going to be you, your boy, and two other girls. Eventually, somebody has to connect to the Bluetooth. Somebody has to set the vibe and the tones. What are you playing in this situation? Because I don't know if the 24-year-old girls want to hear ZZ Top and Led Zeppelin. So I just want to know, because we all have been in this situation before. It's you, maybe a couple other people, the girls around, there's some drinking, there's some laughter, maybe you're playing some drinking games. You know, you're just being young. You're just being cool, you know? You're just being, you're just having fun. You're in your mid-20s. Go out and have fun. What are you playing in that situation? Well, you, you can't play this. No, list I, the that's girls. C. I don't connect to the Bluetooth because I don't need the assistance <laughs> from the music. But I let the other guys they'll connect to the to the Bluetooth. It's funny, and and I'm sure if I'm on radio long enough, some of these stories will eventually come out. I can't tell them all at once. But I lived in the theater kids party house because no, we, they had so tell. so. No, uh, we, we got that. We yeah. got that from this playlist. We got that. No, we learned. All right, this was fun. You know what? This was a great exercise. Your top five songs on Spotify for 2023. I don't know if our music taste could be any different than what it was. Uh, I don't know if it could be any different. Uh, Boys Are Back in Town by Thin Lizzy. Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin. Drink in My Hand by Eric. How did Eric Church make it in there? I mean, all the other... Like, one of these artists is not the same as the other artists. How did Eric Church make the same list as ZZ Top, Metallica, Led Zeppelin, and Thin Lizzy? Can you? How, how did that happen? Well, Eric Church is a very rock country singer. I would argue that. Okay. All right. Somebody said, I'm 45, and this list is for my mom's hot friend. She was the last time she was hot was in 1983. <laughs> I would have guessed that this was Dana's. I would have guessed this was Dana Wright's top five. I wouldn't have guessed this for you. I'm I'm surprised. I was certainly expecting a complete different sound from you. But you know what? That's the beauty of it, man. You like what you like. I mean, very, very different than our guy, Pete Sweeney. Very, you could not be different, more different than Pete Sweeney. This was Pete Sweeney's number four song. When my homies pull up on your block, they make that thing go gratatata. That's the kind of music Pete Sweeney listens to. And you're listening to Led Zeppelin during that time. You know what, Quinn? Thank you for sharing that with us, man. You know what's you know what's great about my playlist? 100% can guarantee that I can... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Play it with FCC rules. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. You know what? Thank you, man. You you really you really contributed to today's show. You made today's show better. Uh, coming up on the other side, we're going to play what Rob Gronkowski had to say. He does not like Kadarius Tony. We'll tell you what he said. Keep it right here, Mr. Draft. Coming up in about 20 minutes or so, we'll be joined by Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride. I want to play a couple of clips of audio for you guys. Rob Gronkowski has been telling anybody that will listen how he feels about Kadarius Tony, like literally anybody over these last couple of days, how he feels about the chiefs wide receiver. So yesterday he went on with Kay Adams and he had this to say about the chiefs wide receiver. Kadarius Tony is an athletic freak. The guy can run routes like no other. He can, he can return punts. But when you're making costly mistakes like that, in and out, I mean, from beginning of the season to the uh, to middle of the season, throughout your whole career, it's kind of like you just don't love the game of football. You're just out there because you're just so athletic that you were born with that type of athleticism, but you're not out there to be the best teammate you can be or best football player that you can be because those mistakes that he's making should have been corrected after the first time. If you love the game of football, you go back, to the locker room, you take accountability of it all. You go, you go hit the practice field. You make sure you look that ball in, catch it and tuck it and secure that ball well. And that's what you do if you love football. And then you don't make that mistake again. But when you keep making mistakes like that, you must not be that much into the game and you must not love the game. Very strong criticism by the future Hall of Fame tight end, Rob Gronkowski. Now, I can't speak to whether or not Kadarius Tony loves football or not. I have absolutely no clue. But I do think the premise of what Gronk is trying to say is if you are really passionate about something and dedicated to your craft, there is a measure of work that you will put in to avoid the repeated mistakes that we've seen from Kadarius Tony. Whether it was week one against the Detroit Lions whether it was a couple of weeks ago against the Buffalo Bills, whether it was last week in the game against the New England Patriots, I really do feel like we are at a crossroad in Kadarius Tony's career and what is going to happen next. You have played for multiple head coaches, played under multiple offensive coordinators. You have been given multiple chances. And it's fair to say that you haven't made the absolute most of those opportunities. I would say that this season you have kind of been put on blast a little bit, whether it was that first game against the Lions, whether it was we had an entire week conversation that you were at the center of where you were one of the biggest stories in the NFL. The Chiefs' number two, number three receiver should never be the number one story in the NFL. Or if you are, it's because you went out and you had six catches for 200 yards or it's because that you have made some of the mistakes that we have seen over the course of the season with Kadarius Tony. 
Monday is a very, very big day for me and how they handle Kadarius Tony and what the plan is moving forward. And do we see a change? And on Tuesday, when we get the snap counts and it looks the exact same and he plays the same amount and he gets the same opportunities, then nothing is changing this season with Kadarius Tony. It's not worth talking about anymore. They have decided this is a player that they're going to roll with. They have decided this is a player that you are going to believe in. But if you were talking about accountability and wanting to see that from the wide receiver room, the Sky Moore situation has kind of been handled in its own way. He got an injury. We're now looking to see how they're going to handle and what's going to happen with Kadarius Tony and what they do over the course of the next few days or so. Nate Taylor was on the midday show yesterday. Here's what he said about Sky Moore and who's going to absorb those snaps and also what he thinks happens with Kadarius Tony. If it were up to me, um, and this is based on understanding how the team works, the positions, the roles, um, it, it's time for Kadarius Tony to take it to take a game. It's time for him to sit yeah. down, um, understand the consequences. Everybody knows he wants to be out there. Everybody knows he's really competitive, um, but it's got to hurt. And the only way to make it hurt is a very reduced role, emergency player. If somebody else gets hurt, maybe you'll get in, but you're not playing your usual amount of snaps against the Raiders, which leads me to say that Rasheed Rice is your number one receiver. Uh, they made a distinction Sunday against the Patriots that Justin Watson is wide receiver too as of right yeah. now. You still have Marquez Valdez-Scanlon as your deep threat, your, your, your wide receiver three. And right now, based on what Andy Reid told us on Monday, it looks like Richie James is probably wide receiver four. Those are your four guys that you can really go with from now through the rest of the sprint towards the playoffs. And if you want to sprinkle in a little bit of Justin Ross in some red zone one-on-one -on -one jump ball opportunities like you kind of saw in the Minnesota game, sure, that's fine. That was Nate Taylor yesterday when he was asked a question of what's going to happen with Sky Moore's snaps. Sky Moore was still part of this offense. I know he wasn't getting a lot of targets, but he was on the field. He was running routes. He was very much a part of this offense. They're now not going to have that. They certainly have a lot of options. This is the first week that McCall Hardman could come back. We'll see if he practiced and what his pathway back to the field is. Justin Ross is back on this team. Let's see what they do with him. Earlier in the week, they said that the plan was to incorporate Richie James a little bit more. There was not a player who played in the last game that was on the field for less snaps than Richie James was. So they just haven't really used him a lot this season. The answer to a lot of these questions, we will find out on Monday and how they divvy up the usage, how they divvy up the opportunities and the targets when it comes to Kadarius Tony. Speaking of the wide receiver position, Danon Hughes played it here in Kansas City. You guys have heard him on the Chiefs radio network. He was on Cody and Gold earlier, and he talked about how difficult it's been watching Tony struggle. It's unfortunate because you, you don't get to this level you don't get to the position of being a first-round pick uh, with not being able to catch the ball. But when it rains, it pours, and that's what it's doing in Kadarius Tony's life as far as on the field. And it's, it's tough to watch because it's the most basic fundamental thing as a wide receiver is to catch the ball. And the fact that not only is he dropping them, but he's dropping them in the hands of the opponents on a couple of occasions makes it really tough. That was Danon Hughes earlier today. I'll play one more cut for you guys. This just, it really feels like we're at that fork in the road with Kadarius Toney and what's going to happen and how the Chiefs handle it. 
this just doesn't feel sustainable. The last couple of weeks, you have made very, very big mistakes that we are reaching the point of the season that you can't continue to have that happen. Lining up offsides offensively could be what gets you eliminated. A ball that bounces off your hands and goes to the defense could be what gets you knocked out of the playoffs. The time for figuring things out, we are nearing the end of that. We got three games left in the regular season, and it is now go time on what kind of team you're going to be for the postseason, and can you start to find that momentum and hit your stride down the stretch. One more cut I want to play for you guys from Dana Hughes. Here's what he said about the offense and potentially changing if something happens with Kadarius Tony. His reps have gone down, and with Hugh Weiss's reps have gone up. Uh, and you may see that. You may just see a core of three guys, uh, Justin Watson being one of those guys, Rasheed Rice obviously being one, and then pick the other guy, Richie James. You may just see a core of three guys, like the old school uh, offenses, the old school West Coast offense that we're going to see instead of the constant rotation of guys. So that was Danian Hughes earlier today. I mean, it's something that I've been saying this entire time about shrinking down this rotation and really starting to hone in on the guys that you really like and trust and feel comfortable with. We haven't really seen that. I would say one of the best offensive games that we've seen from this team this season was the last time that they played their opponent on Monday. And a major part of that was the rotation got shortened. You had a couple of injuries in that wide receiver room. That was the first game that they really started to lean into Rasheed Rice and what he could be as a player. You had him. You had Travis Kelsey. You had a couple of different options. Isaiah Pacheco ran the ball really effectively in that game. I thought it was a lot of addition by subtraction coming from the room. And for those of you that really get into the advanced metrics like EPA and route rate and all these other things, if you go by that, Sky Moore this season has been the sixth worst wide receiver in the National Football League. If you go by that metric, Kadarius Toney this year has been the ninth worst wide receiver in the NFL. You know how poorly you have to be playing to be two of the top or bottom 10 wide receivers in the league when you're in Andy Reid's offense and Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback? You got to be going above and beyond for you to be at the bottom of the list when you were put into that situation where you get a Hall of Fame coach, a Hall of Fame quarterback, and you also play with the guy like Travis Kelsey who commands the attention from defenses that he is and teams are trying to take him out of the game. It should free you up to make plays. You should have the room to operate in space and do what you need to do, and that obviously has not happened with the Kansas City Chiefs. We got Pete Sweeney coming up in just a little bit. I want to tell you guys a story about a quarterback. Now, this is a quarterback that none of us had ever heard of before. But you know what? Through injuries, poor play, whatever had happened, this quarterback got an opportunity to start. And when he started, you know what? He wasn't that bad. In a group of people, a community, a nationality, they really supported this individual. And he almost went down the wrong path. The person I'm telling you about is Tommy DeVito. So if you guys missed this story, he got paid to do an appearance at a local pizzeria. This place in Hackensack, New Jersey. They paid him $10,000. He was supposed to show up for two hours, sign 250 autographs, take some pictures, eat some pizza, you know, be an influencer. They hadn't signed anything, but they had agreed in principle to a deal. 
and the person that owned the pizzeria, he's waiting to get the paperwork so he can lock it in. But the agent of Tommy DeVito was waiting to see, hey, maybe this number can go up because of Monday Night Football. Well, you know, his gamble paid off. Tommy DeVito against the Green Bay Packers on Monday Night Football played well. They won the game. And Tommy DeVito is one of the hottest stars in the National Football League. Everybody's talking to Tommy. Well, the agent for the quarterback then went back to that local mom-and-pop pizzeria and said, yesterday's price is not today's price. That 10 that I quoted you guys, it's now $20,000. They told Tommy DeVito to kick rocks. We're not giving you $20,000. And they went to the Internet to complain. You know what? Tommy DeVito eventually did the right thing. He transitioned his agent. Now, he did not fire. You know the guy I'm talking about. You've seen him. The guy that had that black pinstripe suit on and the hat, the fedora, that guy. He did not get fired by Tommy DeVito. He got moved to now he only handles on the field responsibilities for him, not off the field responsibilities. And then he brought in an agency to handle the newfound fame that Tommy DeVito has in New York City. You know what Tommy also did? Tommy agreed to go to that pizzeria and not charge them a dime. He did it free of charge. Two hours, 250 autographs, took pictures, kissed babies, ate pizza. And he did it for the price of on the house. The message in all of this is never play yourself. Tommy DeVito, you got a really good thing going. You're the man in New York City. If they introduced you courtside in a Knicks game, you would get a standing ovation. You don't know how long that's going to be, but you got a chance to really do right by people who have really come out and shown you a lot of love in a lost year for the New York Giants. And I get it. You let people in your corner lead you down a terrible path, but you're back on the right track. You're doing right by your people. The people are showing you love. This is a this is a positive, heartwarming Christmas story. Good for Tommy DeVito. Good for this local pizzeria in New Jersey. I hope they sold out of all their pizza. Tommy DeVito did a really good thing. Now, I don't have any problem with you changing your price. But if you had agreed to do it before at a certain price, it's not like you had thousands of requests. Go do your one or two at 10000 and anything moving forward now, hey, I'm going to charge you the new price of $20,000. I think everybody can accept that. But trying to extort and squeeze as much money out of you that you can out of a local pizzeria, I just can't get busy with that. That's just that that's not activity that I can endorse. I think Tommy did the right thing by those people, Quentin, by going back to that pizzeria and not charging them for his appearance. I think that was a great PR move that I don't think some young NFL players, whether it's a quarterback or not, would have had the confidence in themselves or sort of the they might have been hesitant to do. Because you're sort of the new guy on the block. And it's like, I hired this agent. He knows what he's doing, right? So I should just completely listen to him. So it was a good move to stand up for yourself. That couldn't have been an easy decision to look your agent in the eye. The guy that's got you this, you know, worked your first NFL contract. And it said, no, I'm taking this from now on. And to, you know, push him to the side to do it. So I think that takes some confidence, not only in yourself, but just that this is going to keep riding out and I'm going to do the right thing. Good for him. Good for Tommy DeVito. Good for everybody in this story. These stories very, very rarely have a positive outcome. This had a positive outcome for everybody. 
Kind of had a positive outcome for Tommy DeVito, had a positive outcome for the local pizzeria. I don't know if it was a positive outcome for the agent, but that's what the agent gets for trying to play himself. That's 100% what the agent gets when he tried to play himself by trying to squeeze as much money as he could from a local pizzeria. That's just, and you, you can't get down with that. You just can't get busy with you trying to squeeze money from the local pizzeria. All right, we're going to be joined by Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride coming up in just a little bit. Before we do this, Quinn, let me ask you this before we move forward in our relationship, because I don't know this about you. I'm a big believer that every kid had their Red Rider BB gun. Maybe not the actual BB gun, but you know the premise of Christmas Story is that there was one gift that this kid wanted more than any other gift. He was willing to do whatever he could to get his hands on the Red Ryder BB gun. I remember what that was for me. I wanted a throwback jersey, and I got it. I got an Earl Campbell Houston Oilers throwback jersey. This win, everybody wanted a throwback jersey. Every rap video you turned on, they had a throwback jersey, so I wanted a throwback jersey. What was your Red Ryder BB gun as a child? It had to be one of the electric, like, you push the button, lightsabers that makes the noise when you swing it. <laughs> yes, that, because... We had went, and I had never seen Star Wars before this, but we went and visited my uncle out in Colorado during the, during the summer, and he made us watch Star Wars. He says, you're going to watch it, and you're going to appreciate it. We're going to watch it four, five, six, one, two, three, the way it was intended. And then for the rest of the, for six months, it was all, I was just all about Star Wars. That was it. It was Star Wars this, Star Wars that, and I wanted the Mace Windu purple lightsaber, and I got it. It was absolutely the lightsaber. Do you still have the lightsaber? Do you know where it's it is? It's in a box somewhere, yeah. Okay. You should bring that tomorrow. I would love to see your lightsaber. I'd love for you to bring it to work, and I would like to see what your Red Rider BB gun was. I still have the throwback jersey. I can show it to you. Yeah? Yeah, big fan. I really wanted one. Dig around in the, in the I don't know parents' basement. I don't, know if, I don't know if that's what I would have said, but, you know, live your life. Live your life. I have a pretty good idea where it is. No promises, though. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll be joined in studio by our guy Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride. We'll ask him what his Red Rider BB gun were, and we'll also talk about the Kansas City Chiefs. Keep it right here, so drive. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.